It is Friday here in Las Vegas, and what does that mean? It means it's What's Right with Sam and Ash. It's the Friday, well, Food Friday show, and uh, in studio with us this week, back by popular demand, none (laughs) other than the lost vegan... Of How Las Vegas, yes, curmudgeon at law. Yeah, drum roll, please. And the official food critic yeah. of the What's Right program, John. Welcome back. I'm happy to be here with food news you can use. Oh, I like that? that. It's my new, it's my new tagline. Food news. Okay. Did you come up with that recently, or have you used it before? They used it on uh, KNPR to promote me back in the Stone Age when they were we were still sending smoke signals to each other, okay, and chiseling things in rock right. around 1997. Mm, I like it. <laughs> but, and and broadcasting on... Uh, yeah, on broadcasting on KMPR. You money. Uh, yeah. Public All about that. And, and, yeah, we're, I, you guys, I'm sure you're behind it. Have you made your uh, yearly donation yet, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I donate to this own, my own program. Yeah. It's, uh, it's I, a I, different type invest, of state. I invest in myself. Um, John... Well, good to see you. We're excited to. Get I'm glad your, we all uh, made it here. Your uh, your temperature on some stuff, uh, some food in town. I I saw that you had gone to the Pepper Club restaurant at the New English Hotel. Uh, the English Hotel. The yes. English Hotel. Not just English Hotel. The English Hotel, or as my kids used to say, the English Hotel. <laughs> the. Daddy, why is it the or the? I remember that. I had to tell him. I couldn't. How do you pick? Is it the or is it the? The sounds like like something a little kid, a stupid little kid would say. But we all say the, you know, the cell phone. You know, I don't say thy cell phone. (laughs) The The cell phone. phone. The The cell phone. phone. Okay. I I think things that are important or maybe a proper proper nouns. Would you say a proper noun? Proper nouns, you would say the, yes. You are the food critic of the What's Right show. Not 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 the food food critic. critic. There I'm glad go. we got that settled. Woo. Okay. So it's the English. Heavy lifting being done here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. How are we all doing today? Good. Well, I was going to say that we went to the English hotel. Ash and I had some lunch there because we saw your photos on your Instagram account, eating LV, uh, John Curtis, right? Eatinglv.com at John Curtis on Twitter. Thank you. I don't think that. No, wait. I thought you're. I thought you were at John Curtis on Instagram. Uh, Are we getting our handles mixed up, John? John, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. think. I'm at John Curtis on Instagram. I'm I'm at Eating Las Vegas on Twitter. Thank you, Ashley. Yeah, we don't want people eating Las Vegas. Just Google Eating Las Vegas, and all my crap comes up on the. All right. On Google. But yes. with that being said, I saw your photos. You were there at yep. the Pepper Club at the, the English, English Hotel. Hotel in the Arts District. Yes. And Sam and I had to take a walk down there and check it out for ourselves. And we had lunch and it was fabulous. Yeah. What did you tell? What did you have? Oh, we started with the Taco Bell because Sam always says he'll never go to Taco Bell and they've got a little light bite on there yeah. and it's a they little... They don't have ketchup at Taco Bell, so I'm out. <laughs> uh. I bet they do, actually. Uh, do they? I bet they do. No they, no, they don't. You act like you know. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll find out and we'll get back to everyone on that. Later. All right, but, back to yeah. the Pepper Club at the English Hotel. Yeah, and so we had the Taco Bell 
appetizer light bite and it was a short rib little, little wonton taco. taco and it was yeah i had it, it you was had that? fabulous yeah oh, it was great so good great uh, uh, two little they're they're about the size as long as your thumb yep. but they'll fill you up in no time yep. they're rich yeah. very good what else i did two of the rabata yakis so the yeah. skewers and it, one was shiitake mushroom the other i had was oh what was it shrimp yeah, tiger prawn right, yeah. and then a, a hamachi roll like yeah. a sushi yeah. roll. So, right. yeah, really I good. I didn't have any of the rolls. We, we we had a lot of the menu, but I didn't have the rolls. But the sushi sashimi I had was serious stuff. I mean, it was uh, – and I love it, the fact that it's so Asian-inflected. And I said that to Todd English. And I, I said uh, – I mean, he made, his, he made his reputation in Boston back in the 90s uh, with kind of doing – weird pizzas and things like that i mean he did i mean not weird but but he was one of those guys that put figs and prosciutto and yep. goat cheese and 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 pears and things like that mm-hmm. on pizza and and uh and and did italian food with all these kind of unique twists like updated modern twists on italian food that uh, people had not seen before and he got to be very big in boston and then took a show on the road in the late 90s and uh now i i see him again after having seen having not seen him in eight nine years and i go what's with all the sushi and sashimi and he he goes that's where that's where people's appetites are headed especially people in the west he thinks that's kind of a west coast thing you know kind of west of the mississippi thing and i think he's right i mean asian influences are everywhere in what we eat and uh, i think they're capitalizing on that i really enjoyed it i also like the fact that it's open for lunch so many sushi and breakfast. Yes. oh yeah and breakfast they open at 7 a.m that's part of part, being part of the marriott they have to uh, offer all yes. three and they shut down i think at two or three in the afternoon uh, before like a three or four hour break before dinner starts yeah. but basically it's a three meal a day restaurant and it is beautiful i mean i didn't weren't you impressed by how it looked i loved the yeah. build out the yeah. bar was stunning the decor all the furniture it, it's really nice now i have a question do you yeah. know what where the name the pepper club came from his little tiny little pepper yeah dog <laughs> like, a pepper dog? Yeah, it's a little black dog. Yeah, little black pepper. dog. A little, and a little pepper was yapping around the place when we were there last week too, and a very cute dog. Not as cute as Rocky, but pretty, thank you, pretty darn cute. Well, it was really funny because we were headed to lunch, and Ashley had Rocky with her, and she was wait, well, we can't go there. It's a nice place. They won't let Rocky inside. It was that day that was super windy yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It was yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And, and I said, come on, it's Rocky. He's a celebrity. Of course they'll let him in. You know, it's not going to be a problem. Turns out that the place is very dog friendly. Don't, now, I was just starting to really love it. Now you're telling me this. Okay? <laughs> yeah. They're going to do a dog brunch, allegedly. I bet they about do. Let's not say, in like a Korean say, food way. You just, know, I love dogs individually, but as a class of restaurant goers, I wish they would just eat in their own restaurants. Okay? Oh, yeah. Come on. I know. Well, you know, man, I got to wear my curmudgeon cloth. Cravat. Here. Yes, yeah. your curmudgeon cravat. Cloak. Yes. Cravat. My curmudgeon cravat and cloak. <laughs> All right. No dogs. Okay. Fine. No dogs. Whatever. Dogs, dogs, no dogs. I'm there for the food, and I thought the food was fantastic. Yep. It, it was, and I recommend, and I look forward to going back to try other stuff on the menu. Yeah. I forget. They said it was like Asian, maybe Latin yeah. fusion or something. Yeah. They, they, they're mixing a lot no, of Mediterranean. metaphors. It was, oh. yeah, it was yeah. the Asian Mediterranean yeah. or Japanese Mediterranean. Yeah. They, I, and I, you know, it, it's what sells, and I mean, you can get some pretty 
cool stuff there. They were also doing big, you know, if you want to get a big old steak, you can get that there mm-hmm. and a lobster. But uh, the Asian food, I think, is where it's at. They have a sushi bar and they have a big friendly bar where you can eat. No slot machines, no gaming in in the, the yep. uh, in the restaurant. It's 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 a cool looking place. They also tell me they're going to turn it into kind of a party disco thing on weekend nights and i'm not down with that either because i'm an i'm an old fart but but uh that's probably gonna get it's probably gonna, past your bedtime though yeah yeah really but you know, <laughs> yeah when you, those kids are going out i've already got three hours <laughs> of sleep under my belt okay you're in your rem cycle <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> i like it well, wow. pepper club the pepper club yeah i i'm i think it's a great addition to downtown and and parking around it is pretty easy and they have yeah. valet so uh, even if somebody isn't right in the arts district, I think it's fairly yeah. simple to get in, get in and get out. Uh, and and it's the the restaurant inside is very minimalistic. I think you know, in, in a way, it's it's just in this big open space. But the, they have a center bar that I that's very cool. And then they have a, a it looks to me like an omakase sushi bar right. off to the side. And they've got large booths that are they're very cozy. And I, I thought the decor of it all in all was was very fashion forward and, and pleasant. Well, I think, but uh, to look forward, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it gets adopted by people because it could be a big game changer. And, and it's it's really kind of strip quality decor, mm-hmm. food, uh, ambience, just the whole thing, the hotel. So I'm going to see uh, how it changes downtown. It's going to be very interesting to watch. All right. Last night we went somewhere. That was for lunch, and then we're we're almost like you now. We're now we went someplace with you to dinner, and we want to ask you about that when we come back. All right, so I'm sharpening my knives as we speak. Yes, because this is a place, folks, that John in the past did not like, and let's see if he's changed his mind. You're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash, News Talk 840 KXNT. We got John Curtis here, the curmudgeon at law and the official food critic of the show. Salmonash Injury Law has been named the official injury attorneys of the Henderson Silver Knights. Salmonash Injury Law, they care, they help, you win. 702-820-1234 or salmonashlaw.com because you deserve what's right. And welcome back. You're listening to What's Right with Salmonash, News Talk 840 KXNT. It's Friday, which means... It's Food Friday, and we have our good friend here, John Curtis, the official food critic of the program, uh, curmudgeon at law, the lost vegan, and uh, what is your new tagline? Uh, food news you can use. There it is. <laughs> How's that? There you go. <laughs> I like it. We, I, people love this episode, and uh, people tune in specifically on Fridays. Well, because to hear pe- us talk about food. Because this is the thing, Sam. I've been saying this now for 35 years, but I, I know you're deeply into politics and law, and, and there's all kinds of interesting things to talk about if you enjoy backgammon or, 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 <laughs> or, or, or hiking in the mountains. But you know what everybody does? They eat. Everybody has to eat at least once or twice a day, or they, we stop living. So why everybody's not a passionate foodie is, is beyond me. It always puzzles me because... You should be, as I say, very picky about what you eat, and you should always look to eat the best, no matter where you are or what your circumstances. Speaking of, how many restaurants have you eaten at in the last week? Nine different ones, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Are nine nine from, different I've done nine in the last eight days. Are they all new, or are they? No, there are a lot of Pepper Clubs and Harlow's mm-hmm. and things like that, yeah, and, and uh, Carver Steak, and uh, I went to Viva again, so yeah. 
I'm just I'm just uh, trying to make the rounds. I told my wife I was going into semi-retirement uh, about two years ago, and uh, now I'm back to eating. I used to I used to average ten restaurants a week, and I want to get back to about five a week, but seems to me I'm I'm doing about one a day now, and sometimes two a day. I think you're I think you're busier than ever with. Well, I'm not writing as much because the written word, I mean, people simply do not read restaurant reviews like they did 10 and 20 years ago. But uh, so my, I'm I'm more active like here on social media. I still keep my blog up, but I do that just occasionally. And uh, yes, but but I also like going to new places. The Las Vegas food revolution, which started in 1995 is, is in, uh, Point three point oh now, or maybe even four point oh. We've gone through this before. How this this is like the fourth incarnation of a revolution that we're having now with these this explosion of better restaurants in the neighborhoods, and it's it's fun to watch. Yeah, I think Vegas isn't the food scene here isn't letting you retire. You, yeah, you know, yeah. it's forcing you out of retirement. Right. Well, in the burbs and on Chinatown and places like that, South Rainbow, that's what's got my interest these days. Uh, the strip does not interest me that much anymore. So back, yeah, 10 years ago, I was in a hotel almost every night checking restaurants out. And I'm not doing that as much because, quite frankly, with the exception of Resorts World, there's not a lot of new stuff going on in any of the hotels. They're all just sort of milking the old cows for all they're worth. And, I mean, I love places like Spago and Le Cirque and uh, 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 Jean-Georges Steakhouse in Aria and and dozens of other places. But I've been there dozens of times, all of them. And, I mean, I can only tell you so often that Wolfgang Puck's Cut is a great steakhouse. I mean, people only want to... I said that 10 years ago. It's kind of hard to say it and, and have an audience for people who want to hear it again and again. So. I also am enjoying the like Chinatowns and all of that because I like the mom and pop shop. I don't, I going yeah. to these strip restaurants. Yes, it's a great experience. It's fun, but your visit really doesn't make a difference to them one way or the, the right. other. And right. going to these smaller places off the strip, I love and because they remember you, they rely on it, and so that's yeah. what's really and the, and you know you're you're making a direct contribution yep. to our local economy when you do not not that the strip doesn't, but you know they're. They really don't care about locals. They give lip service to, oh, we love locals, but 98% of their business is from conventions, and, and that's, that's, that's who they're kissing up to all the time. And, and to, that, to that end, uh, there's the in-between, right? I guess it's the, the, the spot between spring, the places in Spring Mountain and then, and then the Strip, and to me, the, the Pepper Club is one of those places that fits the bill that we were just talking about last segment, and also... I think the Golden Steer, which is where we went last night. Now, which is hardly new, <laughs> which is not new, it's as old as I am. But which but, is old. But I. But they have, in my opinion, because I've been eating there a long time, even before I moved to Vegas. They they are under new management, and I think there's a difference. But we'll get to that in a, in a second. By way of background. You have said a lot about the Golden Steer here on the What's Right show with Sam and Ash. Um, none of it all too positive. <laughs> well, I was relating bad experiences I had uh, as recently as uh, five, six years ago. And I said, I said about five years ago, was the last time I was there, I said I would never go back. It was, I, and I just didn't have one bad experience. I had had several in a row, and it was just the restaurant to me was, I thought it was going to close. It was so bad. And it took us, I think it took me and Ash 
a year to get you to come back. I feel like we've been pestering you for a while now yeah, yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> to come back and to check it out. And and we finally had some success. You know, it took Ash doing it. I mean, she was like I wasn't wrangling. Doing, I wasn't doing it for you. I mean, I, mean, I, 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 I give Ash anything she wants. You, I'll, I'll fight with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all came together. I Look, I, I thought I had a great meal, but I'm, I'm curious to think what you thought. Well, I, I, let me tell you what I noticed. Let me say, because, I mean, again, I had eaten in the Golden Stair. I was telling Venko, the old waiter there, and, and Amanda Signorelli, I was telling them, I started eating there in 1985, and I ate there throughout the 90s and the early aughts. I mean, dozens of times. I mean, I, I, I would easily bet I've eaten there 100 times in my life. And it was practically a club for me. When I was first dating the food gal back in the early aughts, I took her there probably five or ten times, Okay. And uh, so what I noticed that was different was uh, they it's the same looking restaurant inside, but everything is has been polished and, and painted and upgraded a little bit. Uh, you, it, you actually notice it when you see the golden steer itself, the actual golden steer uh, on the sculpture sign, on yeah. the sign because uh, you guys weren't in town 10 years ago or even seven years ago but that golden steer looked more like a kind of like a, a sandstone steer okay it was it was it was it was it was a faded brown color yeah. they, they and nobody and it looked that way for years it just was just i mean and i and i would go by for years ago why don't they somebody hire some guy you know, pay some painter 25 bucks or $200 to slap some gold paint on the darn thing. And they didn't care. And you, and I could see the waiters didn't care. The crew that they have now to highlight things are different. I looked around, I recognized two waiters from the old crowd. Okay. And again, think of me having been there maybe 20 times between 2005 and 2015, maybe 30 and uh, none of the old guys were there. And they, they, there was an old crew there. They were tattered. They were, they were going through the motions. They, they were dour. They had, like, dirty fingernails. I remember that one oh. time on a waiter tossing your Caesar salad with dirty fingernails. Don't get me started. Uh, and their tuxedos were frayed. And everything looked really shop-worn, uh, let's say, seven years ago. And I, it didn't look that way now. All the, a lot of waiters are new. Sommelier is new. Uh, the carpet looks cleaner. The the table settings look better. So there's a there's a certain freshness to the place, even though they've sort of kept the same vibe and the same look that it had like 30 years ago. Which you can't mess with. When well, you're you can't really mess with it. All you can like do that. is upgrade the surfaces, you know, and and get nicer linens. The linens are very nice. That that it, that was a real negative. And you know, the broccoli was actually actually cooked last night. I don't think it was broccoli. The, the, asparagus. The asparagus yeah. was cooked. I mean, I remember I remember they brought broccoli to the table. And it was like a big bunch, like about that size of your fist, <laughs> next to a steak, and it hadn't been cooked at all. Oof. Okay, it wasn't even warm. And I said, "This is Brian." The guy said, "It's a garnish." I said, "It's a, it's a head of broccoli. It's a head of broccoli next to a steak on the table." And he said, "Oh, it's garnish." I went, yeah, "You didn't cook it?" And he said, "I don't think so." And I mean, I went, "Oh my god, that was that was the beginning of the end for me." But I did. That's not the case today. They, lots of change there. Uh, they've given it a facelift in a good way. Uh, the prices are also up there. I noticed that. I mean, I. And, and nothing against them. They're just competitive prices with every other steakhouse in town. But the price of the steaks are probably double what they were 10 years ago. But meat has gone up that, that much all across America. But, I mean, you're not getting $80 for steaks that, would, that literally were 38 bucks 10 years ago. 
They definitely have upgraded. I even, we sat in that mob room, that special room off to the side, and I looked at a photo from three years ago, four, no, five years ago, actually, and it had different wallpaper on the walls. And so I was like, I knew it, and you're right. They kept the nostalgia, they kept the look and feel, but they've cleaned it and it polished it, and so I love it. But I want to hear about the food when we come back. Yeah, we got to take a a quick break, but the food, um, the food, we we ordered a, a handful of different steaks, cuts of meat, and we shared it, so that was fun. So we got to try different, uh, different offerings, uh, and then there were some interesting appetizers, including I think one brand new one uh, to the restaurant that I I thought I thought was. And then was we quite ate good. E- we ate every cut of beef there last night too, didn't we? we Just did. about we did. <laughs> we had the whole cow. We had a meat party. I, it was a meat. It was a meat fest. And colors. I I want to mention this too: the the steer outside that you mentioned that was looking a little. Little worn, little faded. Yeah, the steer has a name, but has recently been renamed. I'm going to tell you about that. Okay, and folks, you want to hear this? It involves someone you know. You're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash, News Talk 840 KXNT. Comfortable and confident is how Sam and Ash injury law clients feel after the very first call. Comfortable knowing they have decades of personal injury experience. Confident there's reputation and trust to resolve cases and to do what's right. Sam and Ash injury law offers platinum legal service to anyone who contacts them. Quality matters. Integrity matters. Who you hire to protect and represent you matters. If you've been hurt in an accident, choose Sam and Ash injury law. 702-820-1234 or SamandAshLaw.com because you deserve what's right yes it's 2 30 and change and that means you're listening to what's right with sam and ash here on news talk 840 kxnt food friday with our resident food critic john curtas curtas Kurt, i put the ass in curtis yes i do <laughs> Someone Spell has my to. name with an A-S, not an I-S. Thank you, Dad, for changing that when I was 15 years old. <laughs> Did you really? It's a made-up name. Yeah. My real, you know my, you don't, you oh, know my real long, name? It's a long name. Yeah, Greek my real name. name is Yanni Korchumbas. That's my real name. One more time? Yanni Korchumbas. That's, how they, that's what my Greek name is. John, and then it was changed to John Katsumpas, and then it became John Curtis. So the man before you has had aliases. Actually, I was as a kid <laughs> when I still was not out of high school. Yes, yeah. So, John Curtis is basically a shortening, the third shortening of a Greek name. Kurt Sumpus. Kurt Sumpus was the last. Yeah. Kurt, on my Kurt Sumpus. Kurt Sumpus. Kurt Sumpus. Kurt Sumpus was on my uh, John Kurt Sumpus was on my birth certificate. My Greek name is Yanni Kurtjumbas, and you know, and now it's John Curtis. But I've my whole life, my adult life, I've been John Curtis. No aliases. There's no pro. No, no bench warrants that I know of. You know, no, no for pro- any of your identities. Yeah, yeah not, that, not that I know of. Yeah, <laughs> love it. All right, well, let's get back to the golden uh, steer. Yeah, so we we're talking about the steer. We went. All of us went last night. Had a great dinner, uh, and and I know we we spent. Thank a bit you, of, Sam. No, oh, it was our pleasure. But now I think um, the food is better now. Oh, I think it is better. Yeah, it certainly looks nicer. And I mean, they're, they're I mean they're presenting things on on, I mean they're pre- presenting and carving steaks on 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 uh, chopping blocks and you know, uh, a butcher block and uh, uh, the cutlery is improved. I mean everything is improved. So I don't know when Amanda she said she's only been there about three years, 
when she took over, obviously, yeah. she and her husband, I think, yes. may have something to do with it, too. They obviously, being younger people, they decided to give it an upgrade. And, and they've hired a lot of cool younger people there. They, they, the old crew were fossilized, okay? <laughs> I can agree. I, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Our waiter, actually, last night, he was talking about how he worked at another local restaurant and saw the opening for working at the Golden Steer, and he goes, I had to take an opportunity like this. He goes, it's such an establishment and a staple of our town, and so he wanted to be there, and that's a testament to, I think, what you're saying. It's a, it's a new vibe, a new energy yeah. there, and so it's it's not a... And they are busy. I mean, yes. they, they are busy all the time now, I mean, yes. which is crazy, because that was, again, that was not the case a dozen years ago. It was it was sort of fading, and it, it got this designation in 2009 from Bon Appetit magazine, you're welcome, Golden Steer, because I'm the one they called about it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and Andrew Knowlton was the editor, right? He was a buddy of mine back in the day, and he asked me for the best local steakhouse in 2009, and then it ended up in the September 2009 issue of Bon Appetit as one of the best steakhouses in America. So uh, I had a little something to do with that, but no big deal. I'll, just, <laughs> I'll take the accolades as, as you want to send me, send them to me. <laughs> Of course you will. <laughs> I am Mr. Modesty as, as usual. But yeah, uh, I just like, I like the, the beef. The beef has always been good. And uh, I mean, the, the steaks were wonderful. The, I, the uh, like we said, I think we ate the entire cow last night. That was, a, but, and there were six of us. And I thought when the meat hit the table, that, wow, no way, Jose. And at the end there, there was, was only like two or three little bites left. It yeah, was crazy. Yeah, you were like, Sam, take those home for your kids. And yeah. My kids yeah. looked at it and they're like, yeah, there's not enough here. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I love I loved that, that shrimp appetizer to start, which is very Italian, kind of a garlic shrimp or garlic scampi, that thing. That thing knocked me out. And the baked potato, the twice-baked potato knocked me out. Isn't that good? Yeah, but it wasn't that good years ago. I don't know what they've done, but it was tangy and peppery and cheesy, and it was great. It was excellent. Yeah. It was Bacon excellent. Bacony. Yeah, yeah, everything. I mean, and it we, was a new mommy bomb. <laughs> yeah, and then what else did we do? We had the shrimp to start, the the escargot. Escargot. We had escargot. Yeah. Last night, that was my first time snailing. I yeah, snailed. Yes, she snails. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. and I, look, it was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're just they're just like, like chewy little chunks of garlic and butter. I mean, how can you go wrong? It, it really just tastes in garlic butter, you know? <laughs> it's a protein version of butter delivery device and yeah, I, yeah. that's it that's it. and and if no many they're a little chewier than a mushroom but if someone had told you that was just you're eating kind of a kind of a chewy mushroom soaked in garlic and butter you'd believe it okay unless someone then you see that the, they put them in that thing and you dip your bread in the butter oh, and it's so just so if it's you're, heavenly if you're if you're thinking about maybe not doing snails and if you hate mushrooms then don't do it yeah yeah, but but you know, I'll give it a try. Snails are nice; they're easy to eat, and they're fun, and they're you know. It was people, cool. You can't. I, I can understand people not eating raw oysters, but a snail is a, you know, a but, co cooked food. And they do remove it from the shell. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that helped. I don't know if I could have done it if it was still in the shell. <laughs> and I, it's, it's a visual thing. I don't know. And a lot of and the way they look is like these little round brown, hard brown nuggets. Yeah. And if you look at them too closely, you might not want to take a bite. But but yeah, they're delicious. It was very good. We also Escargo. had the yeah, we had the toasted ravioli, which is just a fun, yeah, unique. It's just a fan favorite. And then what were the three steaks we ordered? We did. No, before we get the steaks, oh. the, the Caesar salad by oh, Venko. Oh, yes. Venko has been there. In fact, we compared notes. I told him I'd be first. My first trip there was in 85. He started working in, in 90. But so he's over there yes. 30 years. 
uh, and uh, he tossed us one hell of a Caesar salad. He really did. I, I was, I, he takes some real time with it, and they, they make the dressing. I wish they used food, food snob alert, food snob alert. I wish they used wooden bowls for, for the, for the uh, Caesar salad. Why? Because you season the wooden bowl after time and time again, and the wooden bowl actually imparts a perfume this, if you, once you've been used dozens or hundreds mm-hmm. of times, it has a perfume of garlic and oil, uh, olive oil, that sort of helps uh, uh, really? flavor the salad. So the real purists insist upon a wooden bowl, and they always have used plastic bowls there because they're easier to wash. I get it, but uh, that's uh, it's a minor quibble. It tastes very good, and Venko made a superb one last night. Is the wood bowl specific to Caesar salads or all salads? Well, I, I kind of a Caesar salad because it usually has a lot. It's like going on a Caesar salad dressing. You know, you can have uh, olive oil, not too much garlic, Worcestershire sauce, pepper, uh, a cheese. And you, you let the uh, wooden bowl over time really becomes part of the dish almost. And uh, I would I don't I don't think it's essential for a great salad, but it's a tiny little detail that uh, a lot of purists like. I'm going to ask Amanda about that. I wonder I because her husband is he was like trained as a chef, so he there's probably a story behind it, and I'm yeah. sure it's just maybe tradition. But they use wooden bowls at uh, at Delmonico where they make a table side. Uh, and, and so, so I used to hear, oh, the, the health department won't let us do it. No, they'll let you do it. It's they're, they're a pain in the neck to, to clean, to clean yeah. and, and they, they don't wear as well. You get more wear out of a plastic bowl. Now, do you remember the little statistic Venko gave us about how many salads he's prepared over the years? It was in the hundreds of thousands, right? It's like 350,000 yeah, salads. Yes, and yeah. it's a modest number because he said there's a range between, he does about 10 to 20 in any given night or 10 to, yeah, he said 10 to 20. I know he said he said he's i said some nights he does 50 though oh and yeah, yeah he said he said it was the other thing it was the bananas foster he said he did like 10 to 20 a night oh. the caesar salad he could do anywhere from 20 to 50 a night got yeah. it so over 32 years of tossing, yeah. that's a lot of salads but he loves it and he's such a legend and he likes yeah. the he likes the whole presentation of it yeah. and engaging with the the table so and it's a special thing and, and you can also uh direct him uh, if we had, we were a big party, so I didn't want to intrude, but I would have asked for more anchovies in mine. You know what I mean? You could say, you know, a little more oil, a little more cheese, a little less this, but anchovies. Look at She's sneering at my anchovies. No, that's the best part. It is. The anchovies the are the best, best part. part. It yeah. is. Well, she like, ate a snail. I mean, what's wrong with an anchovy? Anchovies are like eating an eyebrow, a salty eyebrow. That's what I always say. If you ever eat a whole one. Yeah, they look like a salty oh, eyebrow. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley is revolted, revolted I, by I, I love anchovies. And if you put them in a Caesar salad the right way, you, the Ashley Watkins of the world, wouldn't even know they're in there. They just give then a Then why put it there? Because it gives it this umami, a salty uh, pungency that really enhances the salad. Take no. my word for it. No, I, I've had I've had anchovies. It's not a, I don't want to try them thing. It's just I don't like them. So I like them when they put raw ones right on the top of my salad. We have a minute. Let's get to the steak. <laughs> like you did okay. last night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what did we order? Prime rib. We had the prime rib. The diamond gym cut, which was like the size of this table. Yes. And it was good. good. I mean, it was really good actually a little rare for me and i like rare meat but it was a little it was very rare but it was beautifully cooked i mean you just gotta like your your prime rib really rare but the flavor on it was spectacular but you know what i thought you know what i thought the star of the show was though was it the tomahawk no No, actually the fillet fillet, the fillet knocked me out and i'm not a fillet guy i think fillets are usually for old ladies but i thought the fillet was just 
Oh, intensely it's a nice, big, good. thick cut. And it and it and it was it was tender, but not too tender. It wasn't like you know. I mean, and it, it had some give. It had some mineral richness to it. I mean, the tomahawk was wonderful too. But but I the fillet kind of got my attention because I usually don't like them. Well, I'm glad that you liked it because it's really one of our favorite places. How much was that tomahawk? I hate to talk the prices. Two hundred, I think. Yeah, two hundred. Was one eighty or something like that? But it's uh, it's worth it for a crowd. Let me tell you, folks. Yeah, it's a yeah, I, one of one of our favorite places to go. So the the funny thing I still want to mention about the Golden Steer is that internally the the restaurant has called has a name for the Golden Steer outside, and it's what just employees over the years have, have called it, and it's. Betsy, which is not really a, a gender appropriate name for, for a steer. steer. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so there has been yeah. a there why has been a why push. Not Brad. Brad. <laughs> well, they they're looking. They're, Betsy. Betsy. They're, they're looking for suggestions on new names, and Ash and I are pushing for. Well, it was her idea. The name was mine. It came to me in the middle of the sl- in my sleep. Midas. Midas is good. That's, That's good. good. But maybe it's an LBGTQ steer. That's why it's a steer named after a pet. You know, you never know what the steers, where he, how he swings. It's okay. 2022. It could be a T steer. <laughs> I like Midas, though. Midas should be him. Midas is the great name for the golden steer steer. All right, when we come back, where are we eating this w- weekend? I want to hear that. John, we need some restaurant wrecks. Oh. He's getting nervous. All right, get, get, get ready for that. Friends, we'll be right back after this. What's Right with Sam and Ash, News Talk 840 KXNT. You're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash, News Talk 840 KXNT. Good to be with you here uh, in studio with us as we do most Fridays. We have John Curtis, the resident food critic of the program. Uh, the curmudgeon at law, and <laughs> also the lost vegan. More appropriate than ever, given that uh, we had a basically a meat orgy last night. I've been having a, I have been having a meat orgy like for the last ten days. It's nuts. I you thought you were going to say ten yeah, years. Yeah, I have, uh, <laughs> okay, guilty as charged. Yeah, uh, okay. What so, you've been to a lot of steakhouses. A lot of steakhouses. Let's just stick with steak today, okay? Let's just stick with steak. All right, you're going to send us uh, a few different okay. options. I have been in the last in the last week to SW Steakhouse, uh, Golden Steer, Harlow out in wow. downtown Summerlin, and Carver Steak. So I hit four of them. I think I'm going to pull together a, a little blog post about comparing them all and what I liked and didn't like about each one of them. But uh, steak has gotten very expensive, folks. I mean, and you. Uh, a basic fillet steak now is going to run you sixty dollars and up. You know, yeah. like, like for a, a, a twelve ounce fillet or something like that. Um, and the bigger cuts, like the ribeyes and that, are deeply into the seventies and eighty dollar ranges. I mean, fair warning. But I always said I've said this show a hundred times. We all eat too much meat. I like meat. I'm a carnivore. My wife, my wife likes steaks more than I do. But uh, but we can still have our meat and eat it too, because uh, you shouldn't eat a whole steak. The, the, my father's generation, they would sit down and each guy would get his own rib steak or his own. Now, what do we do? We do like we did last night. We buy a steak, a couple. My wife and I will get us a, a filet or a ribeye or a New York strip, and we'll just we'll parcel it out. We'll eat a third of it, take it home, and eat it for two more meals. And that's the way you ought to eat steak. So if you love steak, 
There's great steakhouses. Don't eat too much of it. It's not good for you, but eat it as delicious as it is. But I can't recommend uh, these four places higher. I mean, Harlow, I've been to, uh, I went to a few nights ago, has just knocked me, my socks off. It's the old Andiron, but so much better than Andiron was. Beautiful place. A real hit, though. Really a hard ticket now on weekends. You were not excited about that place. I was not, I was not excited, but the food, the food, and not to put Golden Steer down, but Golden Steer is kind of doing the same thing it always did, and, and just a little bit better than it used to do it. Uh, That's a totally ha- different restaurant. Yeah, it's all, Harlow is more of an uh, innovative steakhouse, and as is Carver Steak at Resorts World. And, and the, what, the, what you get there are chefs that are playing with their food a lot more. So mm-hmm. uh, the, the meat, I would say, is comparable. You, I mean, I'm, you, you can get real picky about whether I like the steak at Carver or Golden Steer, but they're all getting their meat from pretty much the same places, and they all know how to cook it. Uh, the sauces are, all, are wonderful in all of them. I would like, I say, Harlow and Carver steak for more innovative side dishes, you know, not just your typical cream yep. spinach and, and, uh, and baked potatoes. And, uh, and I like SW. If you want to go for a real splurge, go to SW at the, at the Wynn, which is just uh, has Mark LaRusso as the chef. He used to be the chef at, uh, at the Costa de Mare. He's a fabulous seafood oh, chef. Yeah. And now he's moved over into doing uh, meat. And well, Mark's one of those guys who can cook anything. Okay. And he's now, I think uh, it may be the most innovative, most interesting menu of any steakhouse I've been it to. It used to be boring. Oh, yeah. It very was boring. It's kind of just very, tired hotel fare. Yeah. But now he's, I mean, I, I did his steak tartare. He does a mosaic of, 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 raw, of raw tuna, which, which knocked me wow. out. I mean, it's really good. And all of these places have pastry chefs now. Yep. And that's, that sets them apart because, boy, the pastries, the desserts will knock you out as much as the steaks will. Not cheap. But Harlow, Carver Steak, SW Steakhouse, Golden Steer, if you make mine meat, those are four places you should go. One stop for both heart disease and diabetes. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but uh, again, and share your steak. A smaller portions, uh, it's expensive, but one steak should easily we, feed two. We've always done that. We do that like when we go out to business dinner or whatever. We, we kind of look at each other and go, can we just split it? And, and what are... People wondering, like, what are restaurants' reaction to that? Do they understand it? They do now, yeah. And in fact, you notice almost every steakhouse offers to slice the steak for you, yeah. yes, because they understand uh, if you're uh, if you're anybody from a couple on up as a party that there are uh, that people are all going to be picking at the steak together. The the days of like at my dad where. I got my own T bone and I ate the whole thing. You know, those are gone. I'm yeah. going to add a steakhouse to your list. Bavette's at Park MGM. Great, but you can't see the food. You need a flat date <laughs> there. It is good. I had great. I, I I went there twice. I loved it, but I went way too dark. We'll get you a, to a fusty helmet. old boomer yes. like me. Way too dark. Turn off the lights. I can't see what I'm eating. That's all I wanted <laughs> to say not- the whole time I was there. So either it's too loud or too dark. Too, 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 too many dogs, too much partying going on. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm like the... Uh, You're like uh, the smiling pilgrim. Yeah, exactly. Goldilocks. I'm, I'm Goldilocks. I got a, I got a, I got a lot of rec- uh, requirements before everything. You should be married to me, okay? Uh, <laughs> the, the food gal deserves a Nobel Prize. <laughs> uh, she does. She was fun last night. Yeah. It was funny. You were taking photos at the steer, and it was darker in yeah, our room yeah. and so we had either was had my flashlight on my phone helping you and then all of a sudden the lady came in and she was do you want me just to turn the lights up for you guys thank you and it was so funny and so yeah a lot of these places do that yeah a lot of, but but bavette takes darkness to a a new level i don't think so oh it's, i think they do uh, oh, okay I, I ate there twice 
pre-COVID. I haven't been out since COVID, so I don't I don't know what it's like now. But I like I like the but it's also a pain in the neck to get to. I mean, uh, uh, I've got a trick for you, and I'll right. tell you that off air. But, but, but yeah, Harlow, you can just park right in downtown. So I want to walk right in. Golden Steer is easy. It's right off the strip right there. I mean, uh, for someone without a car, you've got a lot of <laughs> parking grievances. Well, I, yeah, I might have to listen to my wife when she drives me. Yeah, there. but but a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people don't like going to the strip because of and and. To be fair, every place at Park MGM and uh, the other hotel, all those places are a pain to get to. They are. I mean, the the parking lot is way off to the side. You park your car and you got about a 20-minute hike before you can get to where you're going. I mean, Harlow and Golden Steer, you just walk right in. All right. Well, I guess I found another steakhouse I have to drag you to. What? Bavette's. Okay, Bavette's. I remember having, they have a superb burger there. Really, really. So I, ha- I yeah. just had that. Yeah, Normally yeah. we go for business dinners and yeah. I feel rude picking up my food. So I'll just get a steak. And they're great steaks. Yeah, yeah. And I love it. But their burger is fabulous. Yeah. And I had that earlier this week. And yeah. Yeah. it's so it, good. It, it's good. If you can see it. <laughs> you <gotta. laughs> All right. So we- make mine meet. Cholesterol Fest Friday. <laughs> Here on here on salmon ash <laughs> and pastries and, and pastries. throw the pastries. Oh my it. god! Wait till you taste the desserts at Harlow and Carver Steak. They they are just eye popping. Do you do anything for uh, St. Patrick's Day it's coming up next week? I drink a lot of green beer. Green beer. Yeah. And really? We're at. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't so I haven't celebrated St. Patrick's Day in, in, in thirty years. You yeah, know, I and I used to say that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I just don't do it. I mean, it's beneath my dignity. I folks. like an Irish coffee. I like a good Irish coffee. There you go. Well, I, you know, I, I I used to be an alcoholic, but now I just drink like an Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> John, what fun! It's always right. great to do these. Hey, these are Fridays great. With I like recommending restaurants. I hope your listeners, a few of them at least, will, will pick up and go to one and say, "You heard about it on Sam and Ash from John Curtis and Sam and Ashley," because uh, we're here as consumer. Well, we're advocates. We're here to give you good advice, and we hope you take it. And if you disagree, let me know. Yeah, we love this town and want to want to see these spots continue to thrive. Wonderful. Well, have a great weekend. It's, it's fun to be bon appetit to all. And we'll see all of you on Monday. Looking forward already. What's right with Sam and Ash? News Talk 840 KXNT.